Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So one of the big stories of the day, the Department of Energy, now along with the FBI, has decided, you know, the COVID probably came out of that lab there in Wuhan. If it seems odd that the Department of Energy is making these pronouncements, you should bear in mind that they operate many of our most advanced uh, scientific laboratories. Right, and we got more of the details on that. But do you remember when you weren't allowed to even bring that up? Like John Stewart arguing with his good friend Stephen Colbert a year or so ago. What, what do you mean by that? Do you mean like well, so this perhaps a- was, there's, there's a chance that this was created in a lab, there's an investigation? A chance? Well, but I, so, I, 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 oh I, my if God. there's evidence, I'd love to hear it. There's I don't a know. novel respiratory coronavirus overtaking Wuhan, China. What do we do? Oh, you know who we could ask? The Wuhan novel respiratory coronavirus lab. The disease is the same name as the lab. <laughs> That's just, that's just a little too weird, don't you think? And then they I, ask those scientists, they're like, how did this... So wait a minute, you work at the Wuhan Respiratory Coronavirus Lab. How did this happen? And they're like, mm, a pangolin kissed a turtle. <laughs> and you're like, no. I, you, you, the wait, name wait, of your lab, wait. if you look at the name, look at the name. Can I, let me see your business card. Show me your business card. Oh, I work at the coronavirus lab 
in Wuhan. Oh, because there's a coronavirus loose in Wuhan. How did that happen? Maybe a bat flew into the cloaca of a turkey and then it sneezed into my chili and now we all have coronavirus. Like, come on. Okay, wait, okay, wait, wait, okay. Wait a second, wait a what about this? What about this? Listen to this. Wait a second. All right. John. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's been an outbreak of chocolatey goodness near Hershey, Pennsylvania. What do you think happened? Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe a steam shovel made it with a cocoa bean. Or it's the <laughs> chocolate factory. Maybe that's it. That could be. Oh, and, wow. And remember how much crap Jon Stewart got from the left, particularly about insinuating that it could have come out of that lab. Not even the idea that um, it was created as a weapon or any of that, you know, kind of pushing the envelope stuff. Just right. yeah, they, they, they study these things. It's happened m- multiple times in modern history where studying uh, sometimes man-made viruses, they leak out. Do you think maybe it leaked out of the very place studying this sort of thing? Was a no-go conversation for the past three years. Yeah, literally banned from social media. You would get uh, canceled or or discontinued or suspended or whatever the proper terminology is. And I don't want to completely relitigate the case, but the people on our side of it, the argument we're making was not that it was some sort of triple-secret Chinese military weapon. And if you believe that, that's fine. I don't, but I don't care. Um... The argument was, in this lab, which our own State Department had documented, had serious safety lapses, where they were studying novel coronaviruses from bats and sometimes tweaking them to make them even more scary so they could learn to fight them. 100% their hearts were in the right place until their hearts were stopped by coronavirus. Uh, but they were trying to do something they considered scientifically valid. And this, this leak-prone lab leaked. Now, people like Colbert and people on that side of the aisle conflated that with it being a a triple secret uh, biological weapon and pretended like those two things were the same thing or they were inseparable. And the discussion was banned. And when Trump would call it the China virus, it was it was a racist thing. So the Wall Street Journal out today, the Department of Energy has revised their assessment based on new intelligence. New intelligence, they see they got new information and says the lab leak is the most likely origin of COVID-19. Joining in with the FBI, who also says the same thing. Now, there are other agencies that don't believe that still. Um, The Department of Energy joins the Federal Bureau of Investigation saying the virus was likely spread via a mishap at the Chinese laboratory. Four other agencies, along with a national intelligence panel, still judge that it was likely the result of a natural transmission. Two are undecided. But remember, all of those agencies are just saying what they consider to be the most likely. Nobody has eliminated the lab leak theory. All uh, right. So, the, the, the to be fair, the Energy Department does say its judgment is with low confidence, according to people who've read the classified report. The FBI... Their conclusion has moderate confidence, but still holds to the view that it came out of that lab. You know, it's possible as all, well, first of all, uh, if, if this is what happened and it leaked out of that lab uh, and China 
covered it up and jailed and killed scientists and wouldn't let the WHO in and wouldn't send us the virus samples so we could get started on a cure right away, blah, blah, blah. God, there should be a penalty for that, some sort of penalty, but I don't know what it would be. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe the penalty is just going to be uh, awareness of the evil of Chinese communism. I mean, because th- yeah. we're in a fight for control of the globe, so that would be enough. Uh, you know, I, I think the real takeaway from this, quite aside from COVID, and, oh, that's right, I had one more thought. As I said earlier, it's like old, old man Murdoch down in uh, South Carolina you went to the trouble of creating a very flimsy and fake alibi, even though you didn't do the crime. Eh, people don't do that. Countries don't do that. China didn't hide, jail, disappear the scientists involved, cover up the evidence, stop the WHO from investigating for a, plus, a year plus, etc., because they weren't complicit. I mean, it's just unbelievable anybody who thinks that. But the main takeaway from this, to me, is that once again, our overlords, who echoed by their compliant, disgusting lapdogs in the media, decided what we could hear and what we couldn't hear, and they told us what was right and what was wrong, and once again, they were wrong. Or, or at least, they definitely might be wrong. And their professed certainty and their heavy-handed censorship is completely unsupportable now by the fact, as always with that sort of censorship. And I hope we learn something about that. And you think the main driving force behind that, ignoring the most likely scenario, is because of Trump derangement syndrome? I think, you know, I think Fauci's motivation was entirely personal. He and his buddy Peter Daszak and others had been funding this somewhat risky research. Again, I think for the best of motivations, they wanted to figure out how to get ahead of this stuff if it ever got really nasty. They were doing scientific experiments. But they were working with sloppy labs in China, and it got out. So I understand why Fauci would push the narrative that it couldn't possibly have been a lab leak. When Trump said, hey, we got to look at this, uh, this, uh, this lab and, and the Chinese Communist Party and the China virus, the rest of it, what an incredible godsend to Fauci and company, who could then, in their regal manner, declare that that was conspiracy theories and went against science, and I represent science, and we're going to go with the science. And so they're, again, they're absolute, I, can't, I can barely describe my contempt for the people of the media, the, uh, the big-time legacy media. They were so enthusiastic about anything that would contradict Trump They absolutely licked the boots of Fauci and company and repeated their claims and and excoriated, demonized anybody who dared ask what are perfectly reasonable questions. And the enthusiasm with which with with which they did that explains 100 percent. How Nazism get going? How was Mao's Red Guard so successful? Why were kids joining that? Why were people so anxious to rat out their neighbors? Why were they beating their own teachers and parents in the streets? Because a lot of humanity wants to be told what to do and relishes the the chance to be vicious. And that was a great example of it. Yeah, I've always thought that uh, Fauci is my least favorite kind of person in that he just he thinks he's a puppet master and none of us can 
handle the truth. So he, I represent science. He thinks that if we all found out or believed that, hey, we study these viruses and sometimes they get out, that we would shut down the program. And he thinks it's uh, it's worth lying to protect this very important program for mankind. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't think we can handle it, which there might be a lot of political pressure to shut down. And maybe it should be. Maybe now that it's happened a bunch of times, because it's happened quite a few times, including the worst pandemic in a freaking century. Um, maybe it isn't something you can do. Maybe it's just not something you can control. So that's worth having that discussion. But I think you're right. Even with the $12 trillion spent worldwide and the millions and millions of deaths, the worst thing might be finding out that we're into this post-truth world where people are willing to just ignore anything. You know, getting back to the experimentation just real briefly, you could argue, all right, if this stuff is important, do it. But don't do it with unaccountable Chinese communists. Because as you've Mm. described, communism has no accountability to the people. The only accountability is one bureaucrat to another, and which bureaucrat is is in favor and which bureaucrat is out of favor. So you can't trust them as partners in this. Maybe that's the takeaway. But I've been reading this uh, Washington Examiner series, which is absolutely terrific. It ought to get every Pulitzer for the next five years. They're talking about how branches of the U.S. government, including the State Department, are funding these... uh, Nonprofits who are working with so-called disinformation fighting groups. And what these groups are trying to do is deplatform conservative political voices. And some of them, some of the voices I find kind of crackpotty. Some of them are absolutely not crackpotty. But it's, it's one or two steps away from government, but it's all funded by government uh, departments. They're attack dogs trying to bring down conservative voices through their advertising sales. And it's compelling stuff. It's great stuff. We'll have a link for you at armstrongandgetty.com. And uh, and they're starting to talk about it in some hearings in Congress. But it's way, way under the radar. And this is precisely the sort of disinformation, like even discussing the origins of COVID was, that they're saying all the same things. No, this is dangerous misinformation, disinformation. It could be Russian propaganda. It could be Chinese propaganda. We can't even have this on Facebook, on Twitter, on the Internet. These people should not be on Google. They should not be on YouTube. They should be immediately taken off of everywhere because they're they're dangerous. They're irresponsible voices. So we are going to now spend hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayer money literally calling their sponsors. Hey, Ford Motor Company, for instance. You realize you're sponsoring a, uh, a website that's uh, promoting dangerous misinformation, and uh, we have this nonprofit that's about to publicize that. The government is doing that. It's disgusting. So quick question before we take a break, then. We've got two examples in one week. That Oxford study that came out last week that said mask mandates didn't do any good. States and countries with them didn't fare any better than states without them. Uh, and you weren't allowed to even you know, push back against mask mandates in in, in the media. (laughs) More precisely, because I'm Captain Fairness, they said there's no evidence that they helped. Okay. They can't draw a conclusion. 
Um, you should be able to, if you're going to start having government mandates, you should be able to, should be demonstrable evidence. But anyway, and this whole lab leak thing, she got two examples of you weren't allowed to present the other side that turns out to be right. Will we get better or will we continue down this path? I ask you. Durr. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to help anything. I think we're going to continue down this path of, uh, the, the, somebody decides what the right position is and that's the only thing that's allowed the percentage of americans who will even be exposed to this information is tragically small right so i'm not optimistic you can text anytime 415-295-kftc i represent science ah. bullshit oh, armstrong and getty Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com The Armstrong and Getty Show. They say that Churchill didn't say, quote, the best argument against democracy is a five-minute conversation with an average voter, but he might have said it if he'd heard this clip. Who is the first person to land on the sun? Land something, Lance. Lance. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> what is the biggest city in the world? Uh, I think it's like, like Asia. Con- what is the biggest city in the world? Europe. If you were born in 2021, how old would you be? 21. What country is Venice, Italy located in for $100? Do you have any clue? Gosh, I'm going to be a teacher, so I should know this. Um, you should. Paris? Where is Queen Elizabeth from? Uh, Egypt. Egypt? Egypt. Where is it? Brazil. I'm glad you brought that back. It's funny. I was thinking about that just over the weekend. Just just despairing about the future. All those people can vote. Oh. Who was the first man to land on the sun? 
Um, <laughs> Lance Armstrong. Oh, boy. Is that the one where it was like those were mostly USC students? Or is that a different one where they were on the beach? Hmm. But it was, well, sim- that was similar result. Yeah. Similar result. I mean, just like unbelievable. You're in college, but you can't answer. Though that was mostly government questions, like where they had no idea who was. They couldn't name a Supreme Court justice and variety of things. But what country is Venice, Italy in? Um, Paris. I'm going to be a teacher, so I should know this one. Um, Paris. Ah, wow, wow. Uh, your stupidity is thick. You're a thick. moron. <laughs> Did yeah. you have a point with that, though, or did you just want to mock the dumb? Oh. The second one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just, I don't know. I suppose there are various directions we could go. The idea that uh, college is for everyone and should be paid for or for everyone and by everyone and loans should be forgiven and everybody should get a meaningless degree and then go work in a cubicle and be in debt for some reason. That's... I don't know. Maybe that was the excuse, but not really. (laughs) So I I don't demand that Saturday Night Live be an accurate news source, but uh, a couple of the jokes they made just rubbed me the wrong way and perpetuating actual news lies. Um, Got a couple of examples for you coming up. You won't be surprised. Uh, If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K-LASIK.com Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is releasing a new memoir called The Courage to Be Free, even though The Courage to Be Free sounds like a black history book he's banned. (laughs) Okay, so like I said earlier, I don't demand my comedy shows be accurate in their news coverage to make jokes. I often make jokes, uh, you know, that uh, if you drill down are uh, not particularly accurate because uh, just just looking for the laugh. 
But it does bother me that uh, the Andrea Mitchell of NBC News perpetuated myth that Ron DeSantis does not allow black history to be taught in Florida is so mainstream you can make a joke and get a laugh out of it. Right, right. How ugly is that style of politics, by the way, and reported by their lapdogs in the media? That's brutal saying something like that. Boy, it really is. It really is. So the position of NBC News at the highest level on their evening newscast is going to be the perhaps nominee of one of the two major parties does not allow black history to be taught in Florida. Is that the position you're going to go with? I think you were absolutely right last week when you said, are you trying to start a race war? That's wild. Anyway, so there was that joke. And then there was this stuff uh, from the newscast. I did think we should play some of that. That that guy who's kind of a friend of our show who does the Trump impersonation on Saturday Night Live, who did the goodbye to our producer, Sean, as Trump. He, he is so good. And uh, the opening of Saturday Night Live, was I, th- I thought was fantastic. Cause, just because his Trump is so good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's one of the best imitations of anybody I've ever heard. <laughs> right. But anyway, here's just some uh, Trump-related jokes from the newscast on SNL. Donald Trump visited East Palestine, the site of the recent train derailment, because Trump usually tries to make himself look better by standing next to a train wreck. <laughs> the train that derailed was carrying highly toxic vinyl chloride, which I think is something Trump recommended as a cure for COVID. <laughs> And while visiting the disaster site, Trump also gave out bottles of Trump brand water, said residents, thanks, but we'd rather drink the toxic train water. <laughs> I just love that Trump is the one who rolled back train safety standards when he was president, and now he's giving the victims bottles of water. What's next? Is he going to visit all the migrant kids he put in cages and give them a gift card to David Busters? <laughs> oh, I forgot. I forgot there are two examples in that. The... Biden administration rules on that whole kids in cages thing has been the same as it was under the Trump. So that joke is a lie. And again, I understand their jokes and SNL is not held to a standard. But the fact that that is the prevailing knowledge that so many people have because of the distortion of the media is bothersome. And then on particularly on the Biden pushback last week. So Trump goes to uh, Ohio. And the pushback from Boot Edge Edge was, look, Trump rolled back the regulations. He's the one that caused this to happen with rolling back regulations. Well, Glenn Kessler, the fact checker of the Washington Post and no right winger, they looked through all the, the all the different reasons that that train derailment occurred and what has what has happened because of it. We decided to examine every possible regulatory change made under Trump that could be related to the accident and assess whether it could have made an impact. And I guarantee if they could have found one, they would have stretched it to make it work. Oh, yeah. Well, right there in his uh, his proposal, it's could, not did, but could, could have caused a problem. And every possible regulatory change. So they were looking at anything that could have made a difference. And they said, from our analysis, none of the regulatory changes made during the Trump administration, they have to throw in at this point, can be cited as contributing to the accident. Hmm. So uh, probably a pretty good political ploy from the Biden administration to say, look, he deregulated, and look, this is what you get when you uh, when you roll back regulations. Even though there's no inst- uh, example that, that there's a one caused the other. And then again, I'm just bothered by the joke that is just a f- flat-out lie. 
Right, right. And, you know, honestly, I don't blame the president of the United States for train derailments either way. I mean, zillions of, of pounds and tons and gallons of stuff are carted back and forth across the country every single day. Occasionally, one of them goes off the, the rails, literally. Um, I, I don't say, uh, where, why, how did the president allow that train car to derail? I mean, what a bizarre notion. Have you ever driven across this country? Do you live in a town? The president isn't there regulating everything. We're, we're so overregulated. But there's such an advantage to the regulation side, because if anything happens, if you end up with a black swan event of any kind, you can say, see, we need more regulations. You dig regulate. I'm not anti-regulation of any kind. See our buildings holding up in earthquakes versus Turkey, for instance. Right. But uh, we're clearly overregulated. Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, I had another point on that. I'll just move on. Uh, Oh, back to Ron DeSantis briefly. His his book is out. This is going to be a huge week. This is the week. Ron DeSantis has his coming out party. It's like your daughter turned 16 and she has her, you know, she puts on her dress and walks out and everybody cheers. His, his, his book, he's going to Texas, he's going to New Hampshire, he's going to Iowa, he's going to do interviews. This is the week. And in his book, he discusses the whole uh, Disney, uh, quote unquote, don't say gay law flap. And I don't even want to call it that because that is such brutal dishonesty. Uh, and we'll we'll describe that because uh, I thought it was pretty interesting in a couple of different ways. Right after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Uh, of course, we all do everything we can to protect our families and our stuff. And that's why we recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They make it easy to protect every inch of your home with advanced security tech powered by 24-7 professional monitoring. Man, that's got to be expensive. I mean, that's some heavy-duty oh, security right there. more misinformation slash disinformation. Four Pinocchio, five, six Pinocchio. <laughs> uh, under a dollar a day for 24-7 professional monitoring of all different kinds, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. You can lock and unlock your doors, access your cameras, which you can put anywhere, arm and disarm your system from anywhere. It's pretty darn cool. CNET, bunch of tech heads, named Simply Safe and an editor's choice. You can cancel anytime, no long-term contracts, customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off your order with interactive monitoring. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. There are some people arguing with some statistical uh, backing that it's a pretty unique situation that we have DeSantis and Trump polling the way they are. They've been going back and forth a little bit at the top of the polls, but they are both in the mid-30s to around 40. So they're taking up like 80% of the early polling, and there's no example of that happening. You've often had one person polling really high and then a whole bunch of elsewhere ends, but there's never been two people dominating like that and some people there's they think there's just not going to be room for anybody else there's just nobody else is going to get any traction outside mm-hmm. of the desantis trump battle so that's one of the reasons that what's in desantis's book and how this week goes for him is such a big deal yeah yeah well i'll, I'll tell you the whole uh don't teach hardcore sex to little kids law which is a much more accurate way to describe uh, the law. Don't start teaching kids about how they're probably the other sex at age seven law, which was so brutally dishonestly portrayed as the don't say gay law. You remember uh, Disney got involved in the flap. I will tell you this at the outset. 
the more I read and the more I think about what DeSantis did about, um, you know, altering their special tax status in the part of Florida where Disney operates, I, I don't like it as a conservative. It, it smacked of punishing your political opponents with the power of law as opposed to being even handed and fair. We can talk about that more at length another time. But so going in, I don't support what he did. <clears throat> and it's one of the few disagreements I have with Ron DeSantis. But his book is interesting in that he talks about the conversations he had with the uh, CEO of Disney. Um, as the controversy over the parental rights and education bill was coming to a head, uh, the CEO, Chapak, Chapak, how do you pronounce his name? Do you remember? Mm -mm. Chapak? I don't know. Merrick? Uh, Chapak called. He did not want Disney to get involved, but he was getting a lot of pressure to weigh in against the bill. We get pressured all the time, Chapek told DeSantis, according to the governor's book, but this time is different. I haven't seen anything like this before. Uh, Chapek told shareholders he'd called DeSantis to urge him not to sign the bill, etc., etc. Um, he says, I called Governor DeSantis this morning to express our disappointment and concern, blah, 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 blah. Um, according to a report from the New York Post, Chapek had privately expressed his hesitancy to involve his company, but the pressure campaign within Disney and from Democrats nationwide ultimately convinced him to take a stand. DeSantis, however, issued a warning. Um, if Disney got involved with legislation, people like me will say, quote, gee, how come Disney has never said anything about China where they make a fortune? DeSantis told Chapek. And then he said, if Disney stayed out of the politics, Disney would face 48 hours of outrage when the bill passed. And when I sign it, you'll get another 48 hours of outrage, mostly online. Then there will be some new outrage that the woke mob will focus on, and people will forget about this issue, especially considering the outrage is directed at a political media narrative, not the actual text of the legislation itself. True. Which could, the actual bill could never have ginned up the the temporary outrage that the what did he call it political media narrative did yeah. and he gave him great out he gave him great advice the outrage will last 48 hours then they'll move on to something else don't freak out yeah i i heard somebody that i uh, i know uh, is to the left of things uh, the other day desantis came up in a conversation and they went oh and i just i you know i don't get involved in political discussions in my real life but when they went, ugh, I really wanted to drill down on that, ugh. So what is it that you think about Ron DeSantis currently that makes you go, ugh? Because I'm guaranteeing you it's way off base of reality. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, how that plays out. I mean, just because I get so mad and so frustrated when the media joins with lefty politicians to lie to the American people, and those lies just don't go challenged, at least in places where most people go for their information. That right. frustrates me so much. I want Ron DeSantis to go deep into the primaries, at the very least, just so these discussions can be had. And so the, the few reasonably fair-minded types, like Glenn Kessler, or a couple of the writers for the like the Washington Post and the New York Times who are fair, uh, a couple of them at least will say that's actually true, um, and 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 some people might start questioning the crap they're fed. Yeah, that's by why, the mainstream media. That's why I wanted to play those jokes from Saturday Night Live that they wrote and felt like would work for a mainstream audience because that's what they think most people believe, and they're probably right. Those inaccurate things. Um, Mark Halpern in his political newsletter writing today about the DeSantis book tour that kicks off this week. 
the questions he's going to have or the things he's going to be watching for. How many books does he sell? Does DeSantis only promote in conservative media or does he go to unfriendly confines also? I'll be interested in seeing that. Does he take media questions? If he takes media questions, how does he do? Because he hasn't been on the national stage that much. Um, does he display any sense of humor, which so far he has not, and whether or not that's important for running for president? Yeah, I don't know how important that is. It sure helped Trump that he was hilariously funny a lot of the time. Right. Um, uh, in terms of answering questions and hostile ground, he deals with that in Florida on a near daily basis, and he's great at it. Yeah. We've played some of the audio of him parrying the yep. thrusts of the liberal media, so I'll, I'll bet he goes uh, pretty hardcore at it. Yeah, well. I hope he does. Depends on uh, what his handlers say or who's in charge of making those decisions, I guess. It's going to be a big week for for the DeSantis thing, though, to to see if he's for real. Uh, Marianne Williamson, by the way, half a kukula Marianne Williamson is officially announced. She is running for president. And uh, so there is a challenger to Joe Biden, and it is a crazy person. But if she gets a few delegates in any state, like she picks up two in Iowa and three in New Hampshire... And then Joe Biden drops dead. What happens then? Well, I guess if he died, there might be some way to put him in. But if he just, you Jeez, know, I don't know. He can't campaign anymore. Or... Well, in the Democratic Party, perhaps to their credit, has a way of saying, yeah, we had rules, but it'd be super inconvenient to follow them now. So here are the new rules. Right. So you don't end up with the palm reader or whatever Marianne wants. We slam it like nobody's business. Or, or Bernie, so you don't end up with Bernie. <laughs> um, more on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. Bernard Sanders. <laughs> Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K, Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Don't say a word. Last Do you have objectophilia? Objectophilia. That is, you fall in love with and or are sexually attracted to inanimate objects. 
Apparently, this is somewhat common. I've got a couple of examples we can get to in a moment if we have time. I don't believe I do have that, as long as you asked. I'm pretty sure I do not. Uh, this guy's in love with and sexes up balloons, but maybe we'll get up to get to that in a moment. They are very squishy and delightful. So we've been following the Murdoch trial. This is the super powerful, rich lawyer there in South Carolina who's been a horrible human being, it would seem, his whole life. But did he murder his wife and son? Do we know that? Well, I think he did. I just think he's utterly depraved, but he was uh, on the stand once again Friday. Very dramatic. Here's some of that. Some people talk about pain pills and how they make them lethargic and, you know, where they can't do anything and they feel... Opiates gave me energy. You were able, of course, during this period of time to engage in these relatively complicated thefts that increased over the years that we've just talked about, despite the pill usage. Is that correct? I was. When you're doing the things wrong that I was doing, you have all kind of ways of justifying. As addicted as I was, and the things I was doing, there's all kind of things that you, you know, to, to be able to look yourself in the mirror, uh, you lie to yourself. So it's interesting. So his his angle has been, oh, I'm a lying scumbag. I've, I've lied and cheated and stolen. I'm a drug addict, but not a murderer. Which can very well be true. You can be all those other things and not be a murderer. Mm-hmm. That is crossing the line into a different world. So they're, they're, are they trying to make the argument, the prosecution, look, he's, li- he's lied about all these other things. He's lying to you about this. That's a tough yeah. one for me. I mean, I haven't been following the trial, so I don't know the circumstantial evidence that goes around that. But just because well, yeah. you lied, you're, you can lie. I've known plenty of liars. They weren't murderers. Right. I think it's more that you can't believe a single word the guy says. So he can testify to anything he wants. He's a freaking liar. Um, whereas the, uh, the defense is saying, look at how he's coming clean. He's admitting sins. Nobody ever admits he's admitting everything, but he's telling you he would never kill his family, which is not a bad, you know, that's not a horrible angle to go with because it can't be enjoyable to sit up there and talk about how you've stolen from your friends and family your whole life, ripped off children in some cases. Well, he had this one client who was made a paraplegic by a car wreck, and he took the case and, and won money and then stole the money. Right. He used some of the cash he stole from this poor accident victim to charter a private jet to a baseball game. That's a pretty awful human being that would do that. Holy Still didn't make cow. him a murderer, though. Um, but would you admit to all this awful stuff if you might go to prison for the rest of your life or be executed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it came down to it, so yeah. it's also easy to understand that. Um, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, they expect this to uh, wrap up Wednesday, and then it'll go to deliberation, and who knows how long that will take. Yeah. Boy, I'd love to watch like the entire trial back with some legal experts and just talk about what the lawyers did right and wrong. Like, I was listening Friday. I was driving around and uh, was listening... Uh, to uh, old man Murdoch get uh, grilled there on the stand, and they were asking him, uh, did you lie to Joe Jones? Yes, I did. Did you lie to Mary Jones? I did lie to her. Did you marry to Rick, uh, Did you lie to Rick Smith? Uh, yes. And he, they, they go through like 20 people, then they get to the 21st. Did you lie to uh, Johnson Johnsonville? <laughs> and, and he'd say, 
No, I, I didn't have a conversation with Johnson about that. All right, did you lie? And they it went back to the list, and it was like, as a juror, and I've been a juror several times, if I could have consulted with that liar, uh, with a lawyer, rather, uh, Freudian slip, um, I would have said, dude, you've established the guy lies to everybody, okay? This is like we've we've gone through 27 people. I see by your list you have 38 more. I get it. Move on. <laughs> right. Yeah. So we do four hours of this show every single day talking about all kinds of different stuff. If you ever miss an hour, you can grab the podcast. It's Armstrong and Getty On Demand. I'll have to get to the objectophilia being in love with and sexing up objects in hour four. So bunch of preverts out there. Armstrong and Getty. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.